welcome 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 back to jesus in my 20s podcast this is your host pacific mugawo it is such an honor and a joy to be recording another episode of this podcast that god has greatly blessed i apologize for not recording an, an episode on wednesday i i think i had covid because my voice was completely gone but by the grace of god i am healed and my voice is back the enemy tried it but the lord is good and he is jehovah rapha guys it's the small things that we take for granted you know your voice you take it for granted until it's gone and you're like i can't even speak so i'm so grateful to be back here god bless you so much for tuning in again to listen this is episode 68 and the title is disciplining the body i mean this is a science on its own there's so much to learn about this topic and i'm going to try to share what god has put on my heart with every single one of you and i pray that you know as we listen we're not just listening passively but we are allowing the word of god to truly penetrate our hearts to change us to transform us and to take it as truth so please listen attentively as god begins to change and transform the way we think so that we can continue to be molded to become like jesus in everything that we do so i when i was um meditating on this topic this scripture came to mind where jesus tells his disciples the flesh is weak but the spirit is willing and this was in a moment where jesus was greatly um, distressed he was about he was about to be hanged on the cross and he was with his disciples and they were keeping watch at night praying but his disciples were falling asleep and he kept waking them up pray pray and he told them the flesh is weak but the spirit is willing and he told them watch and pray so that you may not fall into temptation and you know every single one of us has heard this scripture before but today i felt led by the holy spirit to go and search what it means that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak so I went and looked into the Greek definition of the word that was translated willing in this verse. And I want to tell you, they did a great disservice to that word. Because when you say I am willing, there is no enthusiasm attached to it. Say, for example, if you ask for someone to do a service for you and you say, hey, can you lend me your car and the person says yeah i'm willing to lend you my car it's there is no enthusiasm attached to that but the word willing the original greek word for it i cannot pronounce it it's protumos i believe but it conveys the idea of eagerness and it says it's a word used to to say extremely strong and it's extremely strong and expresses enthusiasm and devoted zeal to the task assigned so when it says the spirit is willing the translation for that word should be the 
spirit is enthusiastically devoted and her zeal for the task that is assigned. So you can see there is a big contrast between the flesh which is weak and then the spirit which is eager, which is enthusiast, which wants to pray. It is saying that this word is saying that the spirit in itself wants to pray. It wants to do this task at hand with enthusiasm. It has eagerness. It is zealous for this task. But then we have the flesh on the other hand that's falling asleep, that's weak, that doesn't want to pray. But you're contrasting it with the spirit that wants to pray and he wants to pray with eagerness, with zeal. I hope you're getting this, my brothers and sisters. Jesus is looking at his disciples and basically telling them there is a task at hand of praying, of keeping watch, of praying today. But you have two things in you that that are expressing contrasting emotions. One of the things is your body. It's your flesh. It's weak. It's falling asleep. It cannot stay awake. Then you have your spirit, which is zealous and wants to pray, which is eager, which is awaiting for you to wake up, which wants to pray. My brothers and sisters, this is our constant battle. This is our daily battle. As we live in this world, we will have two opposing forces that are at work in us. We will have our own bodies and then we will have our own spirit. And sometimes you don't even know that you falling asleep is contrary to what your spirit wants you to do in that moment. Because we are so consumed with the senses of our bodies, we know when we are tired, we identify with those senses and we end up thinking that, yeah, maybe I'll pray tomorrow. I feel too tired to pray. But in the meantime, your spirit is eager, it is zealous, it is in enthusiast he wants to pray in that moment but because your body is what you listen to you are not even going to listen to your spirit you're going to think oh my god i'm so overwhelmed with this slumber i'm so overwhelmed with how my body feels right now i don't even have time to do this that you won't even realize that the real you which is your spirit actually wants to pray in that moment so brothers and sisters when we start this topic of disciplining our flesh of disciplining our bodies we have to realize that the spiritual needs that we have will never be appreciated by our bodies will never be something that your body will feel good doing there is no way when you set aside time to pray you will have a lot of distractions all of a sudden people will begin to call you you will sit and you will not feel comfortable you feel hungry you want to go eat you will have different things that are coming to distract you from that same thing that your spirit is enthusiastic about that your spirit is eagerly awaiting for you to be in that place so that it can pray that it can be in constant communion with the lord 
And this word is hitting me deep. I pray that it's also hitting you deep, that you're beginning to realize that you do not identify with your body. You identify with your spirit. My brothers and sisters, the word of God tells us that that which is born of the spirit is spirit and that which is born of the flesh is flesh. We were born again as spiritual beings. We were born into this world as flesh. We were born from our parents. But the minute we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we became born again of the Spirit. So our identity, our desires, our needs are no longer governed by the needs of the body. They're now governed by the needs of our spirit. So we must learn to silence the flesh. We must learn to discipline the flesh so that this spirit of ours can start ruling our lives and that we can start walking as truly spiritual beings in this world hallelujah because that's how god designed for it to be and in first corinthians chapter 9 verse 27 paul says this he says but like a boxer i strictly discipline my body and make it my slave so that after i have preached the gospel to others i myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service brothers and sisters let's go through this verse again one more time as we read it slowly and truly capture what paul is saying he says but like a boxer i strictly discipline my body and make it my slave so that after i have preached the gospel to others i myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for this service to the lord i want to tell you wherever you are that even men of god that you think have arrived such as paul they also need to discipline this body and keep it under subjection. There is not one person except for Jesus Christ because he was perfect who has mastered and has said this body is my slave 24-7. It's an exercise that we all need to do all the time and i like that paul uses an example of a boxer when a boxer flings and wants to you know punch the other person they don't do it without strategy they punch where it hurts the, their goal is to put that person to the ground and and literally take charge of them and control them on the ground so every blow that they every punch that they throw they are very strategic in knowing which one would land them on the ground so that i can take hold of them and i can sit on top of them and that's what my brothers and sisters we are going to do with our bodies the goal is to tame the flesh it to, is to be in control of the flesh excuse me Paul says in this verse that he wants to make his flesh his slave. But my brothers and sisters, we find out that a lot of times in our lives, the body actually makes us its slave. But it's supposed to be the other way around, that we make this body our slave in all things. That when the body tells you, I'm hungry, you don't just run to go and feed it. No, it is your slave. You control it. 
when your body tells you i want to go have sex you control it it doesn't control you you can tame those desires you can tame those needs and those wants when the body tells you go up and insult that person you say no i i am in control i am in charge here you are not in charge brothers and sisters this is how god wants us to live he doesn't want us he doesn't want us to live being ruled by this natural body by the senses because we are no longer people who live by the flesh we live by the spirit because we have received jesus christ as our lord and savior if you tell you know a person who has not received jesus christ as their lord and savior and and start to tell them you can be in control of your body you can take charge they will fall they will fail because in our bodies we don't have what it takes to put it under subjection but because of jesus christ that lives in us that power is made available to us to be able to put our bodies under subjection under our own control so that it doesn't rule us we rule it by the power of jesus christ at work in us brothers and sisters it is possible don't listen to anyone who tells you that it's not possible and i want to share with you <clears throat> this verse in James chapter 1 verse 14 to 15 it says but each one is tempted when he's dragged away enticed and baited to commit sin by his own worldly desire lust and passion then when the illicit desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and when sin has run its course it gives birth to death i want us to read that one more time it says but each one is tempted when he is dragged away enticed and baited to commit sin by his own worldly desire lust and passion then when the illicit desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and when sin has run its course it gives birth to death brothers and sisters have you ever found yourself in a situation and you looked back and you said how did i get here how did i fall so low how how did the enemy attack me and how was i able to truly be led by the devil in this area the answer is found in this verse it says that we are enticed the devil comes to show you different temptations but it says that we are led astray by our own worldly desire there is a desire that is in us that the devil uses to entice us and to bring us into sin the devil will not attack you if you don't even have that desire to begin with think about it if a person has a desire in them to sleep with someone they want to have sex when the devil entices them he's going to bring someone who can have sex with that person and then imagine another person who has a weakness when it comes to alcohol when the devil comes to attack that person he will present places for that person to go and drink alcohol because of what that desire that is in that person let's say for example another person is 
prone to get angry. The smallest of the smallest things just pisses them off. What does the devil do? He brings people that will piss that person off. He starts with the desire that is in you already. Then you are baited. Then you catch the bait and you fall. So how do we protect ourselves from not even getting to that point? It is by presenting our hearts to God 24-7. I'm not even going to say weekly or monthly, 24-7. Ask God, shine your light everywhere in my heart. I'm not hiding anything because I can't even hide anything. My heart is laid bare before you. Yes, I have these desires that I'm not pleased with. But God, I know that you are faithful. You said in your word that you are faithful to cleanse me when I confess my sins. Here they are. God, I have this weakness. God, I have this desire that I know doesn't please you. Lord, help me. Strengthen me. Remove those desires and change me because I know that you are able by the power of Jesus that lives in me brothers and sisters that's how we we live with without those desires because once those desires exist in your heart trust me right now you will fall you will catch the bait but because you allow God to work on your heart those those desires will begin to live to live to live and did you know that you don't have to fall every single time the devil attacks you you have the power my brothers and sisters to stand your ground yes you may struggle with let's say drinking alcohol or watching pornography but god is working on your heart you're being strengthened and those desires are leaving you one by one the devil will still come and attack you and this time your option is to resist him in James chapter 4 verse 7 it says submit yourself to the authority of God resist the devil stand firm against him and he will flee from you submit yourself to the authority of God don't be led by the devil be led by the Lord God Almighty submit yourself to him entrust your life unto him and then resist the devil stand your ground know your rights know what the word of god calls you know that you have power in you to resist him and to stand your ground and to not fall you know the devil will keep attacking you even with the things that you have overcome he will still bring them around just to see if you catch the bait but because now you know better you will stand your ground with the word of god in you knowing that as a child of god you have the power of the almighty god in you and that power has made sin weak in front of you so you stand with that authority and you resist you resist you resist you resist before you know it the devil can even attack you in that area because you have been strengthened and you have overcome every single time he's tried to attack you hallelujah so i want to encourage you today that disciplining the body starts with your willingness to submit to god to let him control and rule your life. To let his word be the truth in your word. Nothing else. Nothing else. Let his truth be the truth that governs your life. Don't have desires in your heart to serve the devil and 
desires to serve God. You cannot mix them. You have to be one and you have to choose God. Then he will start to build you up. The character of God will start to dispense itself in you so that you will live not being ruled by the body, but being ruled by the spirit. Change your environment. Change what you feed yourself. Now that you know that you are a spiritual being, start doing spiritual things. Listen to the gospel. Listen to sermons. Listen to the word of God. Feed yourself with the things that you know are beneficial to your spirit. Put your body to the side. Focus on what God is doing in your life today. Let the desires of your spirit be the desires that control your life instead of the desires that control your body. And know that the body is not a weak opponent. The body will try to fight you. Every time you feel like praying, you will feel like doing other things. But resist. Stand firm. Stand your ground. And I want to tell you, You know, disciplining the body is not pleasant at all. Some people will even laugh at you, make fun of you. Why do you wake up to pray? Why do you do this? Why do you do this? You read the Bible all the time. Don't you get tired? Ask them, don't you get tired of eating food? This is food for my spirit. So you have to, you know, go past what other people say. Go past even what you tell yourself. You know, just focus on God and on the spiritual things. And I want to leave you with this encouragement. That for the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems sad and painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness, right standing with God, and the lifestyle and attitude that seeks conformity to God's will and purpose. That is in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 11. For the time being, this disciplining of your body, it, will, it won't bring joy. It will bring sadness and it will be painful to your body. But as, as you keep in it, its fruit is righteousness and peace and right standing with God and an attitude that seeks to be conformed to God's will and purpose. This is what we have been called to do. So keep going, stand firm, persevere. Just know that in the end, you will reap righteousness. You will reap life. You know, we used to laugh at people who, who didn't drink alcohol. We thought they were boring, but they are reaping benefits. They didn't waste time. They didn't waste money. Some people have died because of drinking alcohol, but look at these people. They're still safe and sound and secure. That is the same thing for us, brothers and sisters. Though people may scorn and laugh at us, but we stand firm because we know that the fruit of this exercise is it brings good and not harm all the time. God bless you so, so much. This is Jesus in my 20s podcast with your host, Pacific Mugawa.